The following is a hoop ball presentation. Hello and welcome to the All Rookie Podcast. Today is October 29th, 2021, and I'm your host, William Harris, a.k.a. William is Bill. Today, we will be going over the top 15 rookies thus far through the first 10 days of the season. And it's been an amazing first 10 days of games, uh, a lot of progress from our rookies, a lot of players that we did not expect to be stepping up and some that we did expect a lot from barely seeing any playing time. And it's been a little hectic for me this week, especially um, because I recently just bought a new home. So been packing, moving, finally in the home. So you did not get a lot of shows this week, but I am back, finally set up. Hopefully you're hearing me pretty clearly (laughs) and we're ready to go. So let's get straight to it like there's nothing to it. Uh, For my number one player, uh, rookie, through the first 10 days of the NBA season, I have to give it to my guy, Scotty Barnes. He's been incredible, and he's been averaging 17 points per game, 8.2 rebounds per game, 2.4 assists per game, and a half a block per game. His field goal percentage is 53%. So, I mean, he's just giving you that all-around production. He's been great on both ends of the court. You know, playing like the player that I thought he would be, but not this soon. (laughs) He's been very impressive, helping the Raptors, uh, you know, look better than they would without Pascal Siakam there. They are two and three currently. They probably would be one and four or possibly 0 and five without Scotty Barnes. That's just how good he's been. Um, I can go over his stats through each game so far. First game, he scored 12 points and had nine rebounds. Second game, his best performance thus far, 25 points, 13 rebounds. Incredible. Next game, 12 points, eight rebounds. Next game, uh, sorry, that was 17 points, eight rebounds. Next game, 13 points, four rebounds, and then, His most recent game, 18 points, seven rebounds, seven assists. Throughout the preseason, he was the leading rookie player in assists. So he led all rookies in assists. So that's the only thing that he has not mastered yet thus far this season. Uh, But as you can see, his latest game on October 27th, he had seven assists. So previous to that, his high was two assists. So he is definitely stepping it up. And in that last game on October 7th, where he had 18 points, seven boards, seven assists, he also had two blocks. And that was his best game as far as blocks as well. So he is started this season a lot hotter and smoother and faster than I expected. And I'm probably one of the people that were the most high on him. So that's very, very, very great to see. Uh, you've been hearing a lot of talk about him, like as far as fantasy. What's his status? Who should you trade him for? I mean, honestly, especially if you're in a dynasty league, I'm not trading Scotty Barnes because, like I said before the draft, if there's any player in this draft that could be Giannis-like, 
it is Scotty Barnes. And he is doing nothing but proving me right thus far. And his only concern is when Pascal Siakam comes back. But he's playing so good at this point. Like previous to the season, it's like, oh, when Pascal Siakam comes back, he'll take a back seat because Scotty Barnes will not be, you know, playing this great. (laughs) You would expect his stats to be half of this. But since his stats are what they are, there's no way he won't see the floor. So uh, Scotty Barnes is probably the safest bet. And like I said, thus far, he's the MVP as far as rookies, in my opinion, averaging 17 points and eight rebounds per game. <clears throat> and I mean, that sounds like a, a center's type of numbers. And he's not a center. He can play multiple positions, though. So that's what makes him so dangerous. So shout out to Scotty Barnes, killing it thus far through the first 10 days. I only expect to see the same and with a little bit of improvement throughout the season. So normally you say it's all downhill from here. I think it's all up. Do you say uphill from here? But (laughs) it works. It works. So next on my list, I have to go with Chris Duarte. He averages more points than Scotty Barnes, 18.6. But other stats are a little bit lesser. So 18.6 points per game, 4.6 rebounds per game, a little under two assists per game, a little under one steal per game. But, you know, Chris Duarte has been playing great in the absence of Karis LeVert and TJ Warren. Karis LeVert should be coming back pretty soon. We will see if that will uh, knock his stats down a little bit. But, uh, Chris Duarte has been playing incredible. So, unfortunately, the Pacers are not playing incredible. They are one in five right now, but it's no fault of Chris Duarte. And recently, Malcolm Brogdon got, Malcolm Brogdon got hurt as well with a hamstring. So, uh, even when Karis LeVert comes back, it probably won't hurt Chris Duarte too much because they lose a lot of production from Malcolm Brogdon, at least for the time being. But throughout Chris Duarte's games, first game was his breakout game uh, where he took kind of took everyone by surprise. We all expected him to be good. At least I did. But 27 points and five boards. No one expected that from a rookie that broke the Pacers uh, franchise record for first game for a rookie in points. So that just was like, whoa. And that's when everyone ran to the waiver wire to pick him up. Uh, But that was an incredible game. Since then, the numbers have dropped down a little bit as far as points mainly, but still playing really good. Second game was 15 points, four rebounds, five assists. And honestly, that's the type of numbers I expect for him to have for the whole season. So we shall see. Third game, 19 points, five rebounds. Fourth game, 18 points, five rebounds. And his most recent game, October 27, was 14 points, four rebounds. So, and, you know, coming into the league, everyone knew he was probably the most NBA-ready player. He's the oldest player, but he's just going to show, uh, proving and showing that he is ready for the pros right now from day one and ready to step in and fill this role. And then clearly you don't need to look at players like they're 24 years old and treat them like they're 34 years old. If you're 24 years old, you have at least seven, eight great years in you if you're really good. And Chris Duarte is really, really good. 
And most teams don't hold a player more than eight years anyway. So don't draft a, don't hide from drafting a guy that's 24 for someone that is lesser talented, but maybe younger. That just doesn't make any sense. So all those teams that did that are probably kicking themselves right now because Chris Duarte is, you almost could say 1B, but I'm going to say he's the number two player as far as rookies thus far throughout the first 10 games, 10 days of the regular season. Next, I'm going to go with Evan Mobley, the big man from the Cleveland Cavaliers. He's been averaging 14 points per game, 8.6 rebounds per game, 2.2 assists per game, one steal a game, and two blocks per game. That is key. And, I mean, he came in. He's another player kind of like Scotty Barnes. I expect it to be a little raw and developing throughout the beginning of the season, possibly the whole year but he would eventually flourish. He came straight out the gate (laughs) playing like an NBA veteran. And there's a stat that he has the most contested shots. So on defense, even if he's not necessarily being, you know, Ben Wallace, he's hustling, trying very hard. That means he's out there guarding anyone and everyone that has the ball and that shoots it around him. So you have to love that, that not only is he, doing good on the offensive side, but the all-around game and the defense is what's most important. And that'll keep you on the floor even when your shot's not falling. So throughout his first five games, his first game, 17 points, nine rebounds, six assists. I mean, that's incredible. For a rookie, that's still kind of raw. Wow. Second game, 13 points, five rebounds, two blocks. Third game, 17 points, 11 rebounds, four blocks. Incredible. Fourth game, 10 points, eight rebounds. And his most recent game on October 27th, 12 points, 10 rebounds, two blocks. So he's never had a game without a block, which is incredible. Never had a game under double digits in points. So that's something to consider about how great he has been. Uh, And imagine if Lloyd Marketing wasn't there in his way (laughs) or if they would have not have retained Jared Allen. So uh, he obviously has been having a tremendous rookie season thus far, uh, but shooting 500% from the field, uh, you know, and he's a big man that also can shoot some threes. His field goal percentage is not great from three right now, but the fact that he can shoot them is great. Free throw percentage is great at 90%. And, you know, just those two blocks per game by far is leading the category as far as rookies. And, you know, he's doing a great job out there. Congrats to Evan Mobley. He's got a mock to go fourth in the draft. And he's playing like he could have went. He probably should have been third, maybe second. Playing very well. It's hard to gauge because Cade Mobley, uh, Cade Cunningham has not played a game yet. So that will change. He should be back soon and, you know, in the mix. And we'll see how those rankings shake out in the next 20 days next 10 days, which will be 20 days. You know what I mean? (laughs) Now, for my fourth best rookie thus far, I have to go ahead and give it up to Jalen Green, shooting guard from the Rockets, the second pick overall. I think he's still coming into his own uh, for the most part. Uh, But, you know, it's only uphill for him (laughs) from now on as well. Because he's a big-time scorer, and he's only had one game where he had a big-game scoring type of situation. 
but boy, did he have that big game. Now, throughout four games, the Rockets are one and four, unfortunately, but also to be expected. Um, but he scored in the first game, nine points, four boards, four assists, decent game. Second game, nine points, three boards, two assists, two steals. Got to love the two steals. Third game, blow up game. Blow, I guess you say blow up game. <laughs> he blew up. 30 points, four rebounds, three assists, one steal, two blocks. He may not have a better game than that all season. That's just incredible. And his field goal percentage was 61%. Three-point percentage was 80%. Like, what? That's. I mean, that's going to be hard to top for anybody. So great game for him right there. And his most recent game on October 26th is 10 points, five rebounds. So Jalen Green kind of doing what we expected with the points. And also the taking the time to develop because throughout the season, he's averaging 14 and a half points, four rebounds, two and a half assists, one steal and almost one block per game. So, you know, he is to be expected being that he was the second pick in the draft. So it's not as much as a surprise, like maybe Chris Duarte is being number two when he was drafted uh, 13, but very proud, very proud of Jalen Green doing what he's supposed to be doing. And I only think there's more points in his future to come because he's averaging 14 and a half right now. I can see that number easily creeping up throughout the end of the season. Number five, believe it or not, ladies and gentlemen, my number five prospect is Franz Wagner. Throughout the summer league, he was terrible. Throughout the preseason, he was even worse than terrible. <laughs> he had been done nothing to show anyone that he was deserving of a top 10 pick other than his college play. The big issue was, will that translate to the NBA? And it clearly appeared to not be able to do that. But throughout five games this season for the Magic, in the regular season, he's been playing his best ball, best basketball. So that's interesting, weird, weird or interesting, one of the two. But he's averaging 13.6 points per game, 3.6 rebounds, almost two assists per game, one steal per game, almost one block per game. So that's turning into, you know, pretty good role player, uh, fill-in player, stat player for fantasy. And, you know, I think he's still, you know, finding his game as well. You know, the whole Orlando Magic team is doing that. They are one in five, so they have no identity. And when you have no identity, that means rookies will get to play. So that's the positive um, for his five-game stats. First game, 12 points, four boards, two blocks. Second game, 16 points, four boards. Third game, 10 points, seven boards, two steals. Fourth game, 15 points, four assists, one block, one steal. And his most recent game, October 27th, was 15 points, one assist, one steal, one block, one rebound. <laughs> so uh, I'm very impressed with Franz Wagner. I don't know if he was playing possum during the offseason, but, you know, that's going to be his nickname <laughs> from now on. It's Frank Wagner, the possum. So the possum's been playing very well lately. Field goal percentage over 51%, and three-point percentage uh, is 41%. So, I got nothing but good things to say about my man, Franz Wagner, my number five ranked rookie thus far 
through the first 10 days of the season. Now, number six, his teammate, Jalen Suggs, in 30 minutes per game, he's been averaging 11.6 points per game, 3.6 assists, and over a little over one steal per game. Pretty good production. Uh, I do expect more from Jalen Suggs. He was my number two ranked prospect. Um, that's how great he was in college. And he has plenty of opportunity on this Magic team. I mean, like I said, mentioning 30 minutes per game. So we just need to get his all-around game and efficiency right because his field goal percentage is atrocious, three-point percentage is atrocious, and that's not who Jalen Suggs is. He's a good shooter. He just got to, you know, get the training wheels off and get to it. Number seven, going to go with Josh Giddy, averaging almost 11 points per game, six rebounds per game, five-and-a-half assists per game, a little over one steal per game. Um, Josh Giddy's been playing very well, a lot better than I ever would have imagined, uh, you know, because I thought he was super raw. Uh, but he's showing everyone he can do it. And he has plenty of opportunity on this OKC team. That's the main thing. But the reason why I have him ranked uh, behind Jalen Suggs is the consistency. First game, four points. Second game, six points. Third game, 19. Then back to seven. Then back to 18. So it's not really consistent, like I said, uh, but I think he's still finding his way and he's playing very well. He just needs to get his shooting percentage up and, you know, just hit his stride. And OKC is definitely going to let him develop and find that. So I have no worries or doubts about it. All right, next player that I have to mention, uh, number eight is Alperin Sengun. For the Houston Rockets, he's been averaging seven points per game, three boards per game, 3.8, two assists, two steals, a little less than one block. And that's in 17 and a half minutes. So that's very impressive. That's why I have him ranked over the next person uh, when it was close. But, you know, I loved Alperin Sengun coming out of college. I felt he should have been a top 10 pick, number seven to be exact. He fell to number 16. And, and if you do a per minute, uh, you know, evaluation, it's clear that he was should have been a top 10 pick. So number 10, well, number nine, Davion Mitchell, I'll give it to him. Only averaging eight points, two boards, two assists, one steal, but that defense has been tremendous. And, you know, it's a big drop-off after the first six players um, in, in offensive uh, production. But Davion Mitchell, we all know, is that lockdown defender. Uh, he locked up players in the summer league preseason. And then even in the NBA, I was call him his mentor or his big brother. Donovan Mitchell was locked up by Davion. So uh, he will continue to get minutes. He's averaging almost 27 a game now. And it's only up from here. I keep saying that. <laughs> I like that better. It's only up from here. It's only uphill from here. Put that on a T-shirt. Oh, well. <laughs> Now, my next two ranked players have only played one game, so you can't really count them, but I'll give them a shout-out. And that's Santi Aldama with seven points in his one game and Bones Highland with seven points in his one game. Also had two assists and a steal. Bones Highland should be playing a lot more than he is, so we might have to work on that. Uh, <laughs> call the coach at Denver and say, snap out of it. Play Bones. Uh, but... 
it could be a slow development, but his talent is there and it's always been there. So I'm excited to see when he does get his shot. I know he won't uh, blow it. And so that was Santiago Dama and Bones Highland, but I'm not including them. Like I said, they've only played one game. So number 10, I have Jeremiah Robinson Earl, a guy I talked about um, prior to the preseason as having a potential all-rookie team type of season. And he, right now he's averaging six points, almost four boards per game. He's a dirty work player, hustle player. And I figure, okay, see, he'll get plenty of opportunities to display that. Um, and right now, like I say, the number 10th ranked rookie as far as scoring and all around game, and that's in 16 minutes per game. So you get that number up 10 minutes or so, look out. And my prediction could come true about him making the second team all rookie team. <laughs> we will see. Next guy, hope you got to have hope for Trey Murphy. My ranks at number 11. Because the talent's there, but the stats are not. Uh, he averaging six points per game, two and a half rebounds per game, and just minuscule stats everywhere else. But that's in 22 minutes per game. Uh, we know he's a good shooter, shooting 42% from three. That's to be expected. But we just hope Trey Murphy will find his flow that he had in preseason and summer league. He was clearly the best rookie out there. 1A, 1B, 1C, either way, he was the best rookie out there. But throughout this regular season thus far in these first 10 days, number 11, number 11 yes. So we, we want to see more from Trey Murphy. Next, I have Austin Reeves, the Lakers rookie throughout four games, only averaging six points per game, not much in other stats. But it's good to see him getting minutes on this loaded Lakers team. And that's due to a lot of injuries that the Lakers have been having. Uh, his field goal percentage is 56%. Three-point percentage is 40 So uh, we just want to see more from him. It's going to be hard when the players start coming back. But Austin Reeves is a player that was, was undrafted by choice. He chose to, you know, teams were calling him, you want to be picked by us? He said, no, I would rather – take my chances as free agent, get a better contract, et cetera, et cetera. So he kind of bet on himself. Here he is now reaping some of the benefits of that. And uh, it's good to see him get some early minutes because when you do go undrafted, it's kind of a stigma on you and it's hard to break. But Austin Reeves believed in his talent and it might end up working for him in the end, but it's just hard for him to get more than 20 minutes on this Lakers team unless there's more injuries, which we hope will not happen. <laughs> um, number 13, I have Trey Mann, the point guard from OKC. And he's only playing 10 minutes a game, so he's only averaging five points per game. So you see once we get down past 13, 14, 15, the numbers get lower and lower and lower. But uh, you still have to give him credit. Uh, not much in the other stats as far as categories, but he's on that same rookie team with – uh, you know, uh, Josh Giddy, <laughs> Jeremiah Robinson Earl. So when you have that many rookies on one team, Isaiah Roby is a second-year player. Shea is, is still young. Lou Dort is still young. Uh, Darius Baisley is still young. It's not that many minutes for a trade man. I don't know why they even kept this pick, but it's just as far as developing, 
Uh, he's got a chance, but we will see. I don't know if those minutes will get up enough for him to be much more productive than this. Um, number that was number 13. So number 14, I've got to go with Delano Bonton. And he's only averaging nine minutes per game uh, and four points. Uh, that You may say that doesn't sound great. Why is he even on here? But he's had some really good production, especially in two of the three games. Uh, one game he had a seven-point game. One game he had a 10-point game. He gets numbers uh, as far as assists. He had a two-assist game, three-assist game, and a game with one block. But it's a matter of his impact in this limited minute. So I truly feel, he, I mean, he's averaging nine points uh, per game, nine minutes per game, and he's putting up decent numbers and affecting games. Uh, so I had to give him a shout out. I think he has a great opportunity to continue to develop with this Raptors team. I didn't even really expect to see him play at all this year for the official Raptors team. I expect him to be in the G League. But here he is making a name for himself. So got to give him some love. And for my final and 15th player, I have to go with Zaire Williams. He's been getting a little bit of minutes on this uh, Memphis Grizzlies team. 17 minutes per game. Only four points as well as Delano Bonton. Other numbers are a little lesser. One and a half boards, 0.8 assists, you know, 0.5 of a steal. You want to see more. Uh, you know the talent's there. He's another player that in a few years, you know, I expect great things. Didn't really expect it right now. So it's not too much of a surprise, but it's just the other rookies that are in the same boat, but they're getting more opportunity. Um, the coach is not all on them to play perfect. If they miss a shot, miss a play, they're not just benched and you never see them again. So, um, that's good to know Zaire Williams getting some minutes. But when Dylan Brooks come back from injury, it could be hard to see Zaire get many more minutes. Uh, other rookies of note, that was my top 15, but you could say Jalen Johnson. Uh, and still, from here on out, it's three, four points or less, so it's not much. But Sandro McMucklish Valley from Milwaukee, he had one big game. And, you know, with him being on a two-way contract, it was surprising to me that he was able to be playing thus far in four out of the five games. Uh, that normally doesn't happen. So it's because Brooke Lopez got hurt, but they're still choosing to go with other options above him. They probably don't want to get him in over his head so early, but he's shown signs that he will be a player in this league. Uh, I give a shout out to Greg Brown for the Portland Trailblazers, Herbert Jones for the Pelicans. He's played all five games. He started multiple games. He's out there for his defense. Starting up with Trey Murphy, who, I mean, that just doesn't make any sense um, unless Trey Murphy's defense is that bad in, in practice or something. But um, Herb Jones was – he was out there in crunch time last the last game as well. So it's interesting. i got to keep your eye out on. But it's going to be tough for him to continuously get minutes if he's not going to be better offensively. Um, you know, give a shout out to A.L. DeSumo, Josh Christopher, B.J. Boston. So that's that's pretty much all for now that needs to be mentioned. <laughs> but those are the top 15 players with a few honorable mentions thus far through the first 10 games. And next week we will see who continues to progress. And just a quick glimpse over 
stat category leaders, points you have, I'll name the top three in each. Chris Duarte at 18.6, Scotty Barnes at 17, and Jalen Green at 14 and a half. Our rookie leaders in rebounds, Evan Mobley, 8.6, Josh Giddy, 8.2. No, Scotty Barnes, 8.2, and Josh Giddy, 6.2. Leaders in assists, Josh Giddy with 5.6, Davion Mitchell, 3.8, Jalen Suggs, 3.6. Leaders in blocks, Evan Mobley, 2 per game. Uzma Garuba, one and a half. Franz Wagner, Herb Jones, and Jalen Green all combined for a third with 0.8 of a block. For our, for our steals category, Al Prince and Goon is the leader with 2.2. Josh Giddy, 1.4. Evan Mobley, 1.2. There you go. And then our leader in minutes is Chris Duarte, which that should come down soon a little with Karis LeVert. But... Brogdon got hurt, so we will see. Um, and like I said earlier, the main thing we want to see, we're all waiting for, is Cade Cunningham. We know he'll be back soon, possibly the next game or the game after that. Um, but with all the other rookies doing so well, we have to see what Cade Cunningham has up his sleeve. We also haven't seen Jonathan Kaminga because of, the, of an injury, but also because the Warriors are so stacked on offense. Um, Let's see, James Booknight, same situation, two stacked in Charlotte, same situation for Josh Primo on the Spurs. And, you know, it, the list goes on and on, but you want to see all these rookies play, but some are not ready yet. And some are out there because of necessity, not because they want to have them out there. So can I look forward to these next 10 days. I look forward to telling everyone about me unpacking my house (laughs) because moving is no joke people and that's what I've been doing lately so good to be back on the show with you guys if you like the show love the show rate review subscribe tell a friend to tell a friend about the all rookie podcast appreciate you all for listening and I'm out of here peace This has been a Hoop Bowl presentation.